This episode of MBSing is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked me not to read an ad, so I'm just going to thank them for their constant friendship and support. Enjoy the show. I do my head toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Hello, welcome to MBSing. I'm your host, Mary Beth Smith. My guests today are the Double Clicks, and they talk to me about their love of comedy duos in kids' media. Angela and Aubrey Weber are sisters as well as being a musical comedy duo, so they watched a lot of things growing up together and, uh, you know, cast themselves into the classic duos like uh, Fozzie and Kermit, Bert and Ernie, uh, the Veggie Tales, lots of things we... Uh, cycle through and kind of discuss the dynamics of the duo and kind of how all those things influence them to become a duo of their own and how uh, both their partnership and the media that they watch has kind of changed as they uh, go through the years. We also spend a decent amount of time talking about Steven Universe as Aubrey is a huge fan and I'm sure could have uh, carried the conversation with just that topic. But I wanted to kind of bring us all together under one umbrella and I feel like this was a really fun way to do it. Uh, this past Monday, the 13th, the Double Clicks released a video called Women Know Math. It's wonderful. It involves 50 different visual artists who have illustrated the video for them about uh, dealing with being a woman and the expectations that seem to be beset upon us because of that. Uh, it's wonderful, and it is the first uh, video slash single off of what will be their newest album called Love Problems, which just successfully kick-started. Yeah! Congratulations to the Double Clicks, as you will hear uh, later on in the episode. I did uh, hope and uh, predict that by the time this was released, uh, they would be fully funded. But that does not mean that you cannot support their project. It is a mere thin... $10 to just uh, get a copy of the album itself when it's released and uh, to help them produce it in the first place. And that is so cool. They're so great. And uh, they talk a lot about what the content of this album is and how it's a little different uh, from things that they've done in the past. And I'm super intrigued and I encourage everyone listening to check it out, watch their Kickstarter video and uh, the video for Women No Math, and uh, just generally be a fan of their stuff because they're good folks. Uh, some other quick plugs on my end of things, some live shows here in Chicago that you can check out Thursday nights at 9.30 at the Annoyance Theater. The team that I am on improvisationally hosts a show called The Fish, Fish Bowl, if you are a student of improv, you can put your ID into our fishbowl and get the opportunity to possibly play with some annoyance teachers and other performing veterans. Uh, another show coming up is this Sunday night, the 19th, at the Cards Against Humanity space, which is 1917 North Elston at 7 p.m., 
The Nerdalogs will be hosting our monthly Your Stories. It is fan fiction February, so that will be the theme. There will probably be a lot of fan fiction written and stories about fan fiction, but if you don't uh, have any interest in that, that's it's that's just this month, and you can go into all the archives of the Your Stories episodes and listen to a bunch of other different stories that have nothing to do with fan fiction. Uh, we'll be pairing up with the team from Versus the Universe this month, so get ready to hear a lot of voices from their side of things, their projects. And uh, if you can't make the live taping, that episode will go up on Mondays uh, following this Sunday. So the next two Mondays, you can find Fan Fiction February recordings of your stories. Pretty cool. I think that's all I've got. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, definitely, definitely check out the projects that the Double Clicks have in the works. It was an exciting day. We did a lot of crying. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And then we drove our friend to the airport. Uh, Yeah, we had uh, our friend was in town to do shows, which was awesome. Yeah, thank you for rescheduling. Oh, no problem. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, he has a few hours and we could actually like meet up and talk. That would be nice. Um, people. Yeah. So, um, so we brought him to the airport and then we made some gifts of Aubrey dancing in a shark costume. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Now we're here. Very cool. Very, yeah. very cool. Um, yeah, that was, uh, totally fine. This timing probably worked out a little better for me anyway. So, uh, good on all accounts. My guests today are the lovely double clicks. Uh, and can I get you guys to introduce yourselves individually so that people just know what you sound like? Yeah. My name is Angela. I'm in the double clicks. (laughs) My name is Aubrey and I'm in the double clicks. I'm the one with the banana suit and the cello. It's yeah. my brand. <laughs> hey man, everybody has to have one. I think yeah, mine yeah. is like pizza and wolves. <laughs> that, I love really that brand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we're all in agreement. Yeah. Uh, and we've tossed a, a lot of uh, ideas around just because um, you guys like a lot of cool um, nerds are into a lot of different things. But the thing that we've decided you guys will talk about is uh comedy duos and kind of like kids comedy duos and cartoons yeah and and muppets and such and i love that idea i'm so glad (laughs) uh i'm so glad that you like that idea yes absolutely i always want it to be left up to the actual guest because it's like i want you guys to be excited about what we're talking (laughs) about i get plenty of uh you know, I get to do this every week, but you guys only get the one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm excited. We, we, uh, you know, we grew up sisters. And so we watched a lot of things together. I feel like anytime I see you, anybody probably sees a group of two people like you're like your Fozzie and your Kermit or your, uh, Bob and Larry from the Veggie Tales. Everybody watch that. Uh, you want to choose <laughs> one that's you or C3PO and R2D2. Oh Bert yeah. Bert and Ernie. Bert and Ernie sure. is a great one. Uh, what do you guys, what do you think was like the origin of your love for, uh, um, kind of finding those duos? Like, have you always considered yourselves a duo? So is that kind of the impetus? 
I think I've always forced us to be a performing duo. Like, yes. Since <laughs> since we we started young with a video camera, and I constantly wanted to watch myself in a video, I would sometimes yeah. just put on a show, and Angela was forced to be uh, yes. part of the show. Right. It's a really good, there's a lot of like, most of the videos, if not all of them, just involve us mixing uh, baking soda and vinegar together. (laughs) Uh, But that's like, you can do all kinds of shows with that. And there's definitely a strong dynamic there, a performing dynamic that has changed over time. (laughs) That's great. I love that uh, Aubrey, you were the one who was like dragging Angela around. (laughs) (laughs) I was taller for a while. Yeah, <laughs> she up? used to have the power. It's changed. Are you the, are you younger? Uh, Angela, I'm younger. Okay, okay. So, yeah. so the the power of um, being the first sibling and kind of yes. commanding the activity was definitely present. Oh, absolutely. Although I think I don't know what's happened now. Everything has changed. But. <laughs> I watched the tapes. I decided I was a bad leader. <laughs> that's why I don't ever watch tapes of us performing. I never want to change. That's really funny. I mean, that's what you know. That's what they do in sports, right? You got to watch the tapes. Figure Go out to the your, tapes. Where your strengths and weaknesses are. <laughs> <laughs> Only if you're interested in self improvement. Really. <laughs> Otherwise, just being blissfully unaware is the way to go. <laughs> uh, do you guys find that, or I guess maybe we should start with um, your kind of entry into it as kids. Did you guys yeah. find that there typically was a natural balance of, well, I'm definitely the Fozzie in our relationship together, or you're the C-3PO, you know, do you feel like there were often those clear divides for you? That's a good question. I feel like we should have gone to therapy for a couple hours before this to really make sure (laughs) I'm not going to say anything harmful to each other. But, um, I mean, I think as kids, maybe Aubrey, you would have been Kermit and I would have been Fozzie. And maybe that's you, you had all the jokes. I had the jokes and I really, really liked Fozzie. Yeah. Fozzie was great. And you were the one, like, getting it done. That's what I was going to say. Kermit seems more like the leader. Yeah. Kermit, at the end of the day, the show needs to happen. Right. Yeah. But their duo has that, like, really, uh, I think, truthful vibe of, like, the person who actually does all the work maybe doesn't get to enjoy the spotlight. (laughs) Because they're, you know, he's so busy, like, trying to make sure Miss Piggy will actually get on stage and everybody's showing up that, like, he doesn't actually get to... He's the guy sending the emails, not the person. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's why we like have that. all these, um, you know, images of, like, flailing arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Kermit. <laughs> yeah. We definitely watched a lot of Muppets as kids. Like, that was, like, a huge, a huge, huge part of, of our childhood. And then we really, we got super into VeggieTales, which has almost, I think, the same dynamic between... Bob and Larry, like Larry's super goofy and like really difficult to manage and Bob's just trying to get it done. But at the end of the day, Larry ends up being the lovable one and Bob ends up being the guy that like, yeah, it wouldn't have happened without him, but he doesn't get any credit. Aubrey he's a real is kill. verklempt at this observation. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Okay. I, was, I thought yeah. that, I thought it was a, a reaction of agreement to the breakdown of, 
um, the power dynamics of VeggieTales. <laughs> I think I feel like I've thought about this a lot because people often like they'll compare us to like um, Penn and Teller um, because oh, I talk funny. a lot. Not Aubrey doesn't talk as much, right. and then I'm trying to be like, well, but but like, what is our actual like? Who would we actually compare ourselves to? <laughs> um, and it's weird that there's there's not a whole lot of women in that world oh, that's not weird i guess that's completely the- <laughs> yeah that's the standard it's strange yeah it's that thing where we yeah where we have to go like oh my god i can't believe no i absolutely can believe this <laughs> yeah Only one woman and all of the muppets that's weird uh, well i guess there's also a chicken yeah man, and, there and the guitar player but that's it there well yeah Yep. Yeah, I feel like uh, there's this whole generation of women in comedy who uh, do have admiration for Tina Fey and A.B. Poehler, but get exhausted at uh, comparisons of, like, every woman in comedy to them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's definitely something that uh, I can relate to. But, yeah, I guess when you go fictional, um, it's even slimmer pickings, which is, like, kind of depressing because it can just be <laughs> anybody, right? <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Aubrey, would you be C-3PO or R2-D2? Uh, at this point, C-3PO, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, R2-D2 gets it done, and C-3PO is just constantly asking questions. And yeah. sort of uh, like, like, okay, I'm, I'm here. Wait, yeah. what's happening? Cool. Yeah. He's <laughs> definitely along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like C-3PO, it, like, lives out a lot of my neuroses, which is, like, I, this, this may not work, everybody, but, like, R2-D2 is a good example of, like, just chill out. Chill out. Everybody chill out. Which I yeah. can't do, but is a good goal. I, I could see myself in both of them, I guess. Because, yeah, R2-D2 is a very good supporting role as well, because it's always fixed on the ship. Man. Right. Yep. Seems to have things, like you said, relatively in control. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's something we can aspire to. Um, <laughs> and th- and I feel like there's also <laughs> I feel but like we really don't know like how good of a like how much of a jerk R two D two is because we have no yeah. idea what he's saying. Yeah, or mm-hmm. they're sa- they're saying and and C three PO in the last in Force Awakens just literally smacks r2d2 because <laughs> of something they said it was just like well, okay that's a good point we give him a lot of credit you know it's like what is teller saying yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh i feel like that's the most uh the kind of like direct comparison to those two is Ben and teller <laughs> it's true it's so much easier to be lovable when you never speak <laughs> I, I I find that to be true. <laughs> I can't mess up if no one can hear me. That's yeah. right. That's Mark it's... Twain, I think. That's oh yeah. Better to uh, well, I'm gonna paraphrase, but it's it's better to keep one's mouth shut and uh, keep your amount of knowledge under wraps, but then to open one's mouth and remove all doubt or something like that. Uh, oh yeah, 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 for sure. I guess that's uh, Burr and Hamilton, too, oh, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure it is. Talk less, smile more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, like, the Powerpuff Girls, when those finally came out, I really oh, identified gosh. them. They're and, great. Yeah. They were super great. 
and there's three of them. It was great. It's so wonderful to have a show that has multiple women because I'm upset about this constantly. I'm upset about gender 100 percent of the time. But there's in in like any show where there's only one woman, then that's who you identify with, and then you're like, I guess Miss Piggy is loud and annoying and it's so terrible when women are big and take up space whatever but if you have multiple women you can do like so many different things with them yeah i i feel like that's the you know speaking of c3po and r2d2 star wars is like you know those first three it's like okay we got leia and she's pretty cool but everyone keeps you know talking about the slave costume so here we are (laughs) yeah you know and i i feel like that's uh part of why the the new entries have been so exciting um Mm -hmm. is new characters and new uh humans who aren't white people it's just it's real big strides Go for it, Galaxy Far, Far Away. You can do it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's like, uh, it could be anybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it could be anybody. Yeah. I always liked Powerpuff Girls because there was a redhead, and that was like uh, yeah. a, a big set for me, too. Um, she was the leader, too. Blast right? Get it done. Yeah. 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 I definitely, I definitely was right there with uh, Blossom. Um. And I always wanted to be Buttercup because I just I would rather punch my way out of problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The like yeah. Raphael approach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think scientifically it's called the Raphael approach. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure we we lock that down now. Uh, it's yeah. like right up there with the Bechtel test. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, um. I know one of the other things that was, uh, so that was kind of like a, a good overview of um, definitely stuff you guys were into as kids, especially, I love getting into the Power Cup Puff Girls convo there. Um, how do you feel like that interest in duos has uh, kind of evolved over the years of you guys actually, you know, becoming a comedy duo and becoming adults who watch lots of different things and, and, and kind of the way that culture has uh, evolved in a lot of ways as well? Um, I think it's, it's helped me because uh, I, I've seen a lot of comedy duos that I can see as role models more than I've seen uh, like women working together as role models. That's interesting. Um, so, so like that dynamic, even like a Bert and Ernie dynamic or any, something that's not even that healthy, at least they're not competing with each other, you oh, know, interesting. Which, which I feel like is what a lot of the world or the media tries to do whenever you have two people together. Like, it's really easy to be like, who's your favorite of these folks? But if you, if you are together as that unit, I think that's a helpful um, thing to strive for. Yeah. Cause if, for some reason there's a, a competition involved in yeah. <laughs> making things. Yeah. That's a really I mean, I point. think that's super nat- like a natural thing for people to want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, as you see two things, it's like, but which one do I like better? And it's like, well, you don't have to, 
Nobody told you you had to. Uh, and uh, I think it's it's even more with like women, just like bands and stuff. We'll have like a lot of dudes will be like, oh, man, I, I also like this band, but you're better than them. It's like, you don't have to tell me if you like me better than another woman. Like, that's not what a compliment is. <laughs> you, can just, you can like multiple things. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's really funny. But, uh, but I like I like the unit uh, idea of of two person groups i mean like penn and teller for example like that's penn and teller that's not two different people you know right it's not Katy perry and taylor swift right 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 yeah you would never um you like they wouldn't you know penn gillette's not billing himself by himself no probably not but that's a that's a really good point um <laughs> is that kind of uh do you guys think that there would ever that either of you would be as like uh, uh, active in the community as you are, like as active makers as you are, if you weren't doing this together? I don't know. I think, I think we probably would have quit. <laughs> At least I think so. <laughs> like, yeah, it's nice to have that support for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. No need to be sorry. I agree. Like I think it's we the, the the stuff we make is so much a product of both of us working together um as a unit that I it's uh I don't think we could make the same stuff as two different people. I mean, we are two different people sure, and have two different are. lives. Yeah. We don't live together. Nope. <laughs> we That's have probably all good for times much, that we aren't even looking at each other. But how much time uh, we probably end up spending together uh, socially and professionally. It's pr probably best to have your own spaces at the end of the day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think it's fun to, I think, yeah, definitely working together has helped us a lot. Uh, how would you say your uh, creative process usually works between the two of you? Mm -hmm. Aubrey? Uh, the, I feel like we, uh, Angela has a lot of idea power and it's really awesome. And, uh, and I like to, be, I love seeing those ideas and being able to say, oh my gosh, you're brilliant. And this is a great idea. Let's make this happen. And then, uh, being part of the struggle that makes it into the thing that we share with the world is, is a huge, is a lot of fun. That's awesome. Uh, and and a lot of struggle. <laughs> sure, I'm sure so that's a question. <laughs> so much crying, and then uh, yeah, and then there's there's so much logistics both uh, in the inner space and other people, and with just physical objects and like because you know there's we have to move our physical bodies and our physical instruments to physical yeah. places sometimes. Yeah, and so there's lots like of different stuff. I feel like the creative like struggle is something the Muppet show did a really good job of showing. Like everything is on the verge of falling apart constantly. Yeah. That's, and that's just life. That's really that's just funny. honest. That's <laughs> just real is what that is. I like that a lot. Whereas, yeah, I feel like that comes through a lot for like the Muppet show is very, you know, uh, time to start the music, light the lights. Like this is a show, very like show must go on mentality. Uh, and you definitely get a lot of that urgency with the, the droids as well. I feel like, cause there's, <laughs> there's always something going on in that universe. Um, so I, I like the, the idea that, uh, that's kind of what 
that you feel akin to the, to the struggles that these other uh, duos are putting up with. Um, that's cool. I feel like a lot of people who don't work in uh, like creative collaborative groups wouldn't realize how important it is to have like the idea uh, a person or two or three and the like okay, that's great. We got to make this, you know, the yes-ander, if you will, as uh, <laughs> the improviser that I uh, can tend to be. Um, you know, if you just have one or the other, there's no starting point or end and no uh, carry follow-through. So it's great that you guys feel like there's a, uh, a spark and a, a fan for the flame, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other, yeah. Go for it. I was going to say the other thing I have on our list right here is Steven Universe because I think that's the show Aubrey loves so much because they actually communicate with each other, which is like all of these other shows like just demonstrate through failure how you should do. Yeah, that's really funny, especially, (laughs) you know, something as uh, uh, everything's like, let's go for it. Oh, we failed. There's a moral. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If only we had spoken to each other. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> and the moral uh, is w- usually there was a breakdown in communication. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was actually, we were just talking about that before we watched the new Gilmore Girls specials. It was like, this show wouldn't exist if anybody went to therapy because nobody talks to each other. Like, and that's, that's the whole problem of the show. And then in the new, the Gilmore Girls new show, they literally go to therapy. <laughs> no way. Yeah, it's amazing. That's so <laughs> funny. It helps them a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Get in there, Rory. Like talking, talking things out actually helps you process conflicts. It's amazing. <laughs> talking things out yeah. really quickly in yeah. their case. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. I love Steven Universe because people are saying out loud to each other, like, I don't know how to deal with this. And I feel like I... I'm really struggling with this and I have no idea how to be prepared for this. And they go, me too. And they show each other empathy. And there's also a bunch of awesome, crazy stuff going on with superpowers and inner uh, planetary wars. So that's fun too in that. And, uh, but, but essentially there's like trying to make a family out of this really weird thing that like nobody has any concept of how it's supposed to work out. There's like no supposed to, they're, and so they're all struggling with their own expectations and having to, and that's where all the conflict comes from. But they're also talking about it. And sometimes there's like really cool action fights with song, which is the best. And sometimes yeah. there's episodes where they sing and process their emotions. Yeah. And it's so great. That's awesome. Uh, and there's also, you know, speaking to like all these other shows that have like one, maybe two female characters, you have this huge, like, like you said, kind of weird family of a bunch of uh, female identifying gym yeah. ladies. <laughs> yeah, the whole planet of them. Yeah, right. Uh, and, and it's funny that that would, um, lead to an environment where a bunch of people are expressing their emotions and their hesitations. Yeah. <laughs> Though as more and more we go to Jim Homeworld, we're finding the fascism and it's terrifying, but Ooh, it's boy. really fun to deal with that in a cartoon setting. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's really interesting to to think that, you know, there's this whole generation of kids who are going to be growing up with a show like this. Yeah. Uh, for how poignant I know uh, all the adults, adults I know who really love the show find it. Uh, I feel like it's, um, it'll be really interesting to see, like, how imperative that those conversations are to because i've already like you know i've read things online about the like relationship type dynamics being this thing that has like opened a world of understanding and and like you said empathy to to younger people who are watching it yeah and it's not just the kids have problems also the adults who have lived for thousands of years still figuring it out making it up (laughs) i feel like that's the biggest lie that we were fed as kids is that adults like knew what was going on and I think it's the worst told out of an attempt to like comfort kids but then once you figure it out you're like Jesus Christ (laughs) (laughs) you should have told me that nobody knew what was happening right such a betrayal I trusted you (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. like I feel like there's you know, if you could go back to an X point in your life with the knowledge that all of the adults around you are doing the best they can, yeah. it would be a total game changer. Just like you can't, it's okay. You can't trust anybody. Like everybody's doing what they can, they can do, but like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. And, and and like you were saying, Aubrey, just the the idea that someone would turn to a child and say, "You know what? I don't know either." <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. so refreshing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. I just I spent this past weekend around my uh, almost five year old niece and almost, or vice versa, almost five year old nephew and almost two year old niece. And it's like, oh, yeah, little kids only look to us for, <laughs> like, pain and answers and hunger and all those other, like, really important things for your life uh, and have no, like, concept of the zoom out. They yeah. just don't know anything. Yeah. Yeah, little kids are so dumb. They're so freaking dumb. I don't know anything. And we're, like, fascinated. You know, there was a whole show that was, like, kids say the darndest things that could have just been, like, kids are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Here are things they said. Yeah. We haven't... T- we, But it's, like, our fault, right? It's like, totally our fault. That's what I said. Yeah, like... Yeah. Because uh, we, you know, feed them lies because we don't know... How it's like, why is the sky blue? You know, oh, well, there was a big magical, you know, like whatever. <laughs> oh boy. Um, <laughs> I'm really glad we could go to group therapy today. That was really nice. Thanks. Yeah, you're really welcome. I'm glad that's uh, I'm glad that's how it feels, and uh, and not like anything else. Um, but uh, yeah, I I get really heartened by things that exist like Steven Universe because I think of kids who are like dumb and scared, being like, oh, everybody's dumb and scared. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be okay. Right. Well, yeah. maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Also, well, they, they they certainly let talking it out help solve problems. They're like showing that conflict is a way is important in order to resolve things. So I like that a lot. 
Yeah. I like that too. That's that concept that like if something is fiction, like you can make everything up, like you can make the world better. And that's the thing that people like don't deal with that much, but like you can just because relationships are often unhealthy in the real world doesn't mean that they have to be in a TV show. You could make everything great and then model that behavior for everyone. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, like songs and stuff like there's a realistic character or like a realistic problem that somebody's dealing with. And the only thing I can think of in situations like that is like, but some kid's going to hear this and think this is how the world is supposed to be. And you could be making it better. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I think about that a lot when I think of um, uh, shows like Parks and Recreation. Because, like, Mm -hmm. look at all these wonderful weirdos who just care about this town enough that they want to make it better and, you know, in turn, their lives better. I think it's just such a great overarching message. Yeah. Friendship. Everybody, like, the the friendship. People work so hard on friendship in that show. It's really nice. Yeah. Like, they def- spend all their time and energy on it. It's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm with you, man. That's I'm definitely of, of the camp of, like, we can make anything, so why wouldn't we make things that make people feel better? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing yeah. if not that? Uh, right. Speaking of... Star Peace? Star Peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, George. My George. Giving you a piece of my mind. <laughs> uh, I know you have films planned for the next umpteen years, but <laughs> hear me it's out. Yeah. yeah. But at least Disney's making Moana instead of the yeah. other Disney princesses. Yeah. So good. I, I haven't seen Moana yet, but I was going to bring <gasps> up um, Inside Do Out. It. I, I got to check out <laughs> Moana. I'm writing it down now. Uh, but yeah, I was thinking of, of Inside Out in terms of, um, the message of like, you need to be able to express sadness so that people know to help you. (laughs) And like, that is, man. This is a helpful emotion. Man. Man. (laughs) That is some poignant stuff that. That movie is so good. It's just like. Part of the reason it made me so emotional was, again, thinking about, like, this younger generation of, you know, preteens watching it. And especially, like, women, uh, as it is a, a female character, and going, like, oh, it's okay to feel really bad and tell my, the people who care about me that I feel really bad. Yeah. Uh, Even when they're telling you, just buck up, we just need you to keep smiling right it's like that's not reasonable (laughs) yeah because it's again like our parents were just doing the best they could and they were also like super (laughs) sad and dealing with the move because we're all just trying to figure it out yeah that Uh, is nice that is saying that emotions aren't something that's wrong with you that's yeah that's that's a problem (laughs) yeah yes yeah uh is there a duo in Steven Universe? I haven't watched enough of it to um, know, like, people's kind of relationships to one another. Well, in the latest season, <laughs> there's uh, two uh, gems that ha- that weren't originally crystal gems, but they kind of both ended up in this odd coupling, and that's uh, Peridot and Lapis. 
and they live in a barn right now and they're bonding by watching like really cheesy like camp based uh drama show which is adorable and they're making art together and they're just like the most opposite of each other one of them's very quiet and just sort of judgy and the other one's like i'd like to be the center of attention and but they have a weird friendship which is great and also hilarious so yeah they do have a little comedy duo going on right now yeah. that's awesome they also the show also has because of the um what's it called aubrey when they merge fusion fusion they have like they play like the pairs of relationships are really important because then they can form into a, a person when they're together which is cool yeah right yeah. right that's interesting the the idea that um you get characters who whose like um personalities merge and things like that i didn't think about that because i knew that was a uh conceit of the show as well yeah um yeah. parting to f- is there- starting to feel like there's a uh uh there's a dichotomy to each person and not just you know two sides of a uh, uh, same coin so real <laughs> <laughs> and how does that make you feel <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah my my biggest uh desire right now in life is a dog but that's my struggle um (laughs) do you feel like there are things that you uh watch and consume that then uh, help you at, like your relationship as uh, people who create together your relationship as sisters uh, you know was there was there an episode of Parks and Rec where Leslie and Ann just really had a knockdown drag out that, that made you that inspired you to, to sit down and <laughs> express some feelings I feel like Aubrey is constantly recapping Steven Universe for me when she has important emotions to uh Express. Am That's I wrong? Really funny. Good. I yes. No. Yeah. I. I. I know. I talk about it a lot. Possibly too much. No. Not enough, no. Bobby. That's what the show is all about. It's the conceit of this podcast. It's okay. You can talk about exactly. Oh my gosh. I love it space. so much. It's so good. Yeah. But what? Yeah. And when they fuse, sometimes it's just like. It requires so much cooperation and it's such a, it's talking about being vulnerable with somebody else and working towards a common goal. And that could apply to so many things, including creative processes. And yeah, it's, it's intense. They don't have to change who they are necessarily, but they have to like be their best self in order to engage with the other person. You have to like be honest Mm -hmm. and then you, I'm thinking about the giant woman episode where they have to okay. dance. They try they try to get each other to do the same dance, but then they won't do the same dance, but then they dance different dances to the same beat and uh, that's how they form into Amy Mann. Yeah. <laughs> so good. That's and then they're just awesome. total badass. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uh, a little off topic, but you guys are going on the Joko cruise in a few weeks, right? Yeah, that's related. Any man will be there. Exactly. That's what. And Rebecca Sugar. And Rebecca Sugar. 
Uh, well, I um, am also going to be on board with the uh, as a part of a, a group that's doing some Cards Against Humanity shows. So I'm very much looking forward to that. And uh, I, I couldn't help but mention it at the uh, at the mention of Amy Mann. <laughs> My gosh. I'm really excited. I'm excited to see all shows. Yeah, you're doing some improv stuff? Yeah, so we're I I don't have like all of the details, um, but I know our shows are gonna be like after a lot of the main stage stuff. I think they're gonna be like late uh fair. Um, which is cool because I wouldn't want to try to like compete with all of the uh very talented <laughs> art yeah. uh, comedians and musicians who will be on board. <laughs> it's gonna be really fun. What are you guys? Uh, I think there's still spots open on that. If anyone is interested in uh, um, joining yeah, us, get on that boat. Yeah, I think you're right. So yeah, I knew there was about a, a week or so left. Uh, <laughs> so there is a an opportunity to see all three of us and Amy Mann and Rebecca Sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> maybe like the only just one kind of not not introducing ourselves to Amy Mann or Rebecca Sugar yep. for a week Absolutely. on the ocean. Just intentionally walking the other direction whenever we see them, but in <laughs> awe, in beautiful awe of their uh, being totally aware of where they are at every moment. Yes. yes. It's, <laughs> it's very, very reassuring to hear you guys talk about this in this way as well. Uh, <laughs> there's like, especially some of the comedians going who I'm just going like, how am I going to talk to this person if the opportunity arises? I can't uh, talk to this person. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's terrifying. It, it doesn't get less terrifying for, in any way ever. So it's fine. Well, I'm, then I'm glad <laughs> we'll I'll be in that same boat. Uh, pun unintended, but I'm not ashamed of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so what, what, do you guys have a show? Like, what's the? I don't really know what the like schedule looks like. You guys have done this before. Yeah, it's been a while, though, and it's all different this year. But I imagine we'll be playing music at some point. Uh, and then we're also doing our podcast, Gosh Darn Fiasco. That's right. Yeah. It's a role-playing game podcast. Yeah. Um, I've, I've played Fiasco on uh, a couple of occasions. And the idea to uh, do it as a, a podcast like that is, is a brilliant one. Um, it's fun. We play an abbreviated version. It's like an hour live. Um, and it's fun. It's always a disaster. It's really delightful. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense because I think out of the times I've played, we've gotten close to finishing like maybe once. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's a really fun game and it's also really fun to play it, but kind of cut out some of the rules because it's just basically improv with training wheels. So mm-hmm. if you want to take the training wheels off and just kind of do whatever you want, you're allowed to. Yes, yes. Um that's awesome, and I I like shudder to think at how many people in this Chicago comedy community don't know about games like this who would probably like lose their minds over it. Yeah, um, I know there are a lot of. I feel like there are a few good podcasts in Chicago that have to. Although, like, there are what fourteen million improvisers in Chicago, so like, even if. Uh, approximately 14 million is definitely, uh, (laughs) it's definitely a good estimation. Um, but yeah, the, the one shot, uh, uh, shows are, are really popular and great. And, uh, I have a, a friends making a shadow run, 
um, podcast that released this week who are super, super funny and have been on uh, One Shot and Campaign before. So it's cool to see that kind of become a thing where people go like, oh, you can totally do this. And if the people are like funny and interesting, other people might want to listen to it as well. Yeah. Very cool. Um, You guys had two uh, big projects kind of uh start or come to fruition um on monday uh, yeah do you want to speak to uh one or both of those love to uh we just launched a video called women no math which is a song about uh being frustrated with gender because it's the worst um and uh you know the concept of the of the song is you know that uh i'm a woman i'm doing it right i am no matter what i do i have pants and hair and dirt and i'm not here to please you like i can try to explain it but like the whole point of it was that that i wrote the song so that i didn't have to try to explain it (laughs) that's great yeah um in the video, we uh, we hired 50 different women and non-binary artists to illustrate each line of the song. And so it's got a whole bunch of different voices in it, and a lot of people did a lot of really cool things with how they drew the pictures. And I'm really happy with how the video came out. And the song I think that you should be, because uh, I think it's really wonderful. And I got all teary-eyed uh, when I watched it. And uh, I want to go back and like check out the art more closely than I did on the first watch because it's so good it's so so good and like what a cool idea to bring all those people together um, into this one project and like getting to see all the names flash by at the end is like man uh, you created a community of 50 artists yeah it was really fun to do Um, and we put all the art up by itself on the website womennomath.com because I figured people would want to go through it slower and then kind of find out about each of the artists. That's really cool. Um, yeah, but we definitely wanted to because it's like I'm just angry about being a woman, but I, I know that a lot of people are in that same boat um, and are about the definition of what being a woman is supposed to be. So it was important to me that more than just our perspective was shared in that argument that I was making. Yeah, that's I'm great. Happy. What a creative way to do that, Um, because I'm sure over the years uh, in the uh, community that you find yourselves being a part of, you meet just as many visual artists as you do uh, musicians and and stage performers. And it's cool that uh, something that you guys are obviously really passionate about in, uh, you know, animated uh, type works is able yeah. to uh, uh, be reflected in a project like this as well. Yeah, it's fun. The, one of the artists who did that is also designing a shirt for us, and it's a really awesome, very kind of Steven University style yeah. of art, which is cool. It's like it's like us, but we're like Crystal Gems. That's, That's awesome. awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Hey, there's something so satisfying to seeing a, an artist's rendering of like you slash your personality. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A friend of ours, of mine, of, of the Nerdlocks, Kevin Budnick uh, is so great at that too. Just like little, you know, I think at, we were like doing a, an event next to his booth. Um, and I was like, will you just draw a picture of me giving Claire a hug? And it was like this big, 
but it was like the most adorable thing that I've ever seen. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah, yeah. So it's just so like there's something to be said for that level of separation. Um, yeah. cool. I love commissioning fan art of ourselves. It's good times. <laughs> That's great. It's the ideal world. <laughs> right. So right. Nice. That's when you know you made it when people send you things that they made that uh, are you. Yeah, it's pretty great. The other thing, by the way, that we're working on, uh, I realized I was about to talk about. Uh, Women No Math is a song off of our new album, which is called Love Problems, which we're, we launched the Kickstarter for on Monday uh, at the same time we released the video. So that's exciting as well. And the Kickstarter is going very well. And uh, people can get sweet enamel pens that yeah. say women, no math, or sensitive badass on them. That's awesome. Because uh, those are two of the songs. And uh, it's it's exciting to be finally releasing another album. It's been a couple years, so I'm super jazzed that it's finally coming together and that we're going to be able to do it. Um, well, I mean, you guys definitely have been, like, resting on your laurels. Uh, yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we barely do any work. I know. Yeah, you've been just like but... totally off the radar and like not starting your own record label or anything like that. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm obviously being super facetious. Um, yeah, uh, that's true. We do have our own record label. It's very exciting. Uh, but it's really nice to finally put out more music. That's that's the most satisfying thing, I think. We do. Can Have we? you already been uh, performing a lot of those songs, and this is just the time when they'll get album made? Uh, yes and no. Actually, we've uh, we've been writing these songs for a long time, but we haven't, or like I mean, a year or two, but we haven't um, really been playing them out that much. They're a lot more um, maybe handling more serious topics than we usually oh. do. Um, so it's kind of, uh, and we'll get over it, but. It's like feels a little weird to just kind of flip that in. It's right. like ah, dinosaurs, and then also this. That's exactly. <laughs> that's so funny. I literally had that thought on the way here. Uh, that because I was thinking about having watched uh, Women No Math and just kind of like laughed to myself that like this beautiful heartfelt song came from a band who's also known for playing a cat keyboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a weird thing. And like, that's definitely the identity uh, thing is something that we, that at least I worry about a lot. But then at the same time, I'm like, whatever, they, they can leave. <laughs> People are more than one thing. <laughs> we can be like, who's in a uh, uh, fusion all the time, Aubrey? Is it Gar Garnet? Garnet. Yeah. Be like Garnet. Or we could be, yeah. There, there's even fusions where all three of them come together and it's sort of like, you know, the Power Rangers just make a huge Megazord. like thing when they call him. To, yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great. <laughs> that's, that's rad. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but we, we, we started playing these songs actually just this weekend. We did shows in Seattle and Portland and did um, all of them. They were 21 and over shows, so we knew at the very least there wouldn't be children, but it was really, really satisfying to finally kind of play those songs out and get a really nice reaction to them and I'm it makes me really excited to finish this album and tour it how cool is that um that's so great to hear and uh one appropriately uh named um album for a day <laughs> such as today uh yeah. as, as we are recording on everyone's favorite valentine's day yeah um 
uh, I'm, I'm sure there was part of that that at least was at least partially by design. Uh, yeah, we knew we were going to be on your podcast today, so that's why we called the album that. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, Love Problems is. <laughs> It's to me a hilarious title because on the front of the album it's gonna say the double clicks love problems. Oh which is that's hilarious. But it's also it's got a lot of other things like it's like obviously a lot of them are problems with love. Right. It's all related to love and gender. And then also there's a lot of math involved. So I was thinking like math problems, word problems, physics problems, general problems, love. Yeah. That sounds perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, it's pretty deep. <laughs> pretty, I guess if there is one thing I'd say about the double clicks, <laughs> it's like, that we're well. so mad deep. <laughs> that was Aubrey saying that, by the way, just for Yeah, yeah. I'm always going on about how deep we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that in Steven Universe. <laughs> I feel like they go hand in hand. Uh, do you ever revisit um, the the kinds of things that uh, a lot of those things that we talked about at the top? Or I guess before I transition, I should say, is there anything else that you want to speak to where um, the album or the video or anything else that you guys have uh, coming up is concerned? Oh, gosh. Those are the main things. Yeah. Everybody look at those. Every single person. Listen. At least watch Women No Math and then share it with every person you know. For yes. sure. I I will at, uh, um, Powerpuff Girls third that. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I guess I'm bubbles. I'm fine with that. I can be bubbles. That's what I was oh. realizing in yeah. that moment. I'm sorry we put <laughs> that on you, but. No, that's okay. <laughs> you have bubbles a lot is of amazing. Strength. Yeah, yeah, right. There's a lot of strengths. Yeah, uh, and plays great drums. Nice. Drums. <laughs> uh, where did you guys? Uh, so we've talked a lot about like the comedy duo idea and um, the do I duo idea in general. But what did? Where did kind of the love of music come from? That was a family thing too. I think. Um, our dad is a musician our mom is a musician as well. And so That's we awesome. grew up in a very musical family. Uh, I started playing violin when I was three. Yeah. Wow. I was never good at it even <laughs> once. Uh, but we also, we took like music lessons from probably from like age three constantly until I guess I stopped after college or at college. Um, but we were just kind of always doing stuff like that. That's awesome. So kind of, I'm sure that as a result, you're kind of drawn to things like, you know, VeggieTales and now yeah. Steven Universe that really uh, seamlessly, like, incorporate music. Yeah. I love, I love songs. I love songs that express, like, mute, anything that's sort of like a musical where people just literally are saying out loud how they feel. Mm -hmm. That's nice. <laughs> really great, great. <laughs> it's like i want to be able to hear what you're saying and understand it and uh relate yeah 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 that's yeah, like it the really brings people together <laughs> yeah yeah it's the 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 universal language as they say uh I, I, um you're pretty deep too <laughs> 
<laughs> I say that a lot about myself as well. So Aubrey and I have that in common. <laughs> um, did you find yourselves like playing songs that you would see uh, or hear or making up your own as kids? Or was there a little bit of both? Uh, I think we made up songs quite a bit. Aubrey? Yeah, we did. We we started by making up songs until we knew that it was supposed to be hard. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a lot easier to do things before you learn how. Um, Right. I remember I will always have, remember the song that Aubrey sang to me on my third birthday, memorized, because she was wearing a fairy outfit. I was? was The fairy birthday song. Mm -hmm. It goes, happy birthday, fairy. Happy birthday, fairy. Yeah, happy birthday, fairy. fairy. Angela, fairy. fairy. Really good. It's got an intro, too. It's pretty long, but it's a really good song. Uh, uh, there's there's a tape. So. Yeah, we got it. We got that on tape. Oh, man. Thank God. So nobody can steal it from us. We have it copyrighted. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that, nothing on this podcast is fair use. So. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what happens. Here. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, so uh, we're going to be slapping people with lawsuits if yeah. they try to uh, start up a birthday fairy web series. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, everybody. <laughs> At some point, you got to have like a, a special features like B-side on a CD. That's we also have a song we wrote called Oliver the Ninja Possum. Yeah. <laughs> a big one. And That's Aubrey wrote a love song about a treehouse one time. Do you remember that? Uh, yes, I do, actually. Yeah. And it was just, you know, but then yeah. It wasn't we then we, we started our first band in high school, although we were kind of always performing and then uh, the double clicks happened after college. Was it just the two of you at that point too? No, we had a guitarist and a singer in high school. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. I played the drums like Bubbles. Yes. <laughs> and I yes. played the bass like Buttercup. Yeah, I'm sure Buttercup plays the bass. Yeah, that's pretty great. That's yeah, it was so great. I love that. Uh, were you guys the foreskins? <laughs> as a parks and rec reference it wasn't just like a a horrible weird uh uh, i don't know no i just assumed that you were guessing our band name yeah i mean double clicks four skins it just seemed like yeah no it was right before that um we're we're mouse rat our band name was uh charisma in high school which was a great band name that is a great band name i totally agree with you um took a long time to come to that one it took so long. It was great. <laughs> I love a good one one name. You know? Yeah. Just keep it simple. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> then people can't constantly misspell your band name. Or uh, miscapitalize it. Mm, yeah. I live in a- <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Um, yeah. Being named Mary Beth is my oh, gosh, yeah. to always say. Two words. There's a space, both caps. <laughs> yeah. And you explain that, and then people are like, I knew that. And then you're like, well, no, you didn't. Right. I have to say it every time anyway. Yeah. It's like even in like email correspondences, if I signed that way, they'll send yeah. it right back to me. 
who would you say are some of your like? Have we discussed who you think all your favorite duos are in uh, pop culture type works? I mean, our in high school, uh, we were big into the band They Might Be Giants and still are to this day. It's just starting back then. But that's I feel like Aubrey people. was about to be like, well, <laughs> I was now. agreeing, but you caught and yourself. Forever. Um, and that's, that's two folks that kind of have a really cool dynamic in the band, both named John, Yep. not siblings, but kind of reverse siblings in that their names, their first names are the same. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I can definitely see a, uh, an inspiration from their stuff in, uh, what you guys do for sure. Yeah. Just really. And, uh, Smothers Brothers as well have, you know, actual brothers. Um, but they're, they're a musical comedy, political commentary duo from the olden days. <laughs> uh, do you feel like there, uh, there, there's like a, do you feel a call to action to be writing more like serious, um, uh, deep material or do you think it's just comes out of like, the it's a sign of the times and like um it's just what's on your mind and what you're feeling inspired by yeah i think probably mostly the latter i think it's hard to write anything but songs that come from a place of anger well that's true for me most of the time but um (laughs) our goal is you know to take the anger and then or the bad feelings and then write a song that makes you feel better about them um just even for my own like mental health of like, how can I process this and then have some sort of mantra that I say out loud to myself or sing out loud to myself every night on stage right. to make this all feel better. Um, and I, I think like, yeah, right now it's definitely uh, got, it's hard to avoid having lots of political feelings. Um, sure. And so we're, we can't really avoid doing that right now. And I don't think we should. <laughs> Um, that's, that's a really, yeah, that's, I guess that's kind of, um, what I was looking for when I asked the question, uh, I do feel like that's a, a call to arms kind of feeling too. You don't feel like anyone can, uh, you don't feel like it can be ignored. So you have to express it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, um, I feel lucky that our job is to, do this because it's it's very much like a form of therapy um or a form of like really I just want to think about the things that matter to me the most and then process my feelings about them and figure out what I'm going to do and then that's that whole process fits into the songs that we write um just cool but also I would rather the world wasn't ending (laughs) sure of course we we Uh, could go back to cat songs anytime (laughs) yeah no problem. They're always I, on the table. Uh, speaking of which, the cat is right outside the door to my house and meowing so loud, and it's really great. Oh. <laughs> Please. She knows she's being ignored for... Don't forget the cat is here. Exactly. The cat really wants to come in and see that there, it's not time for food yet and then be mad at me. So we can avoid that. It's fine. So. <laughs> The pleas uh, of desperation are pretty enjoyable. Yeah, I almost referenced this earlier, but there's this big um, note in like 
and that I'm sure you guys are aware of, but for the the listeners' sake, there's a big note in like musicals and thus in musical improv that is uh, the song happens when words can't express the emotion anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's cool to hear you say that you feel uh, glad to be in the position of of kind of always operating under that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, we've 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 messed around trying to write musicals, um, and it's it's definitely weird to be working from the direction of usually we just put everything in song. Um, but it's uh, a definitely like the power of music to say things that seem too emotional or obvious to say it in regular speech. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I never thought about it in terms of, uh, sometimes it just feels, it feels obvious, but that goes back to the, like, why don't we talk about our problems thing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's great. Well, darn it's got to sing about it. Yeah. <laughs> right. We know what was wrong, but yeah, man, there's so much truth to that. Um, there's a lot of truth to that. Uh, I guess I was going to uh, ask if you feel like when you return to uh, some of the things that you liked as a kid, you know, the the Muppets and Bert and Ernie and, and uh, Bob and Larry, do you feel... Yeah. Uh, how does it make you feel now? Is there a sense of like feeling let down or, or, you know, I think, um, I think I'm able to process it more and it makes me, I think, like I was saying before, like as a kid, you would just think like Kermit's no fun and Fozzie tells funny jokes. But now I go back, it's like, well, thank God Kermit's there. And nothing would get done. <laughs> and that's the kind of feeling I relate to or like, C-3PO does kind of seem like a buzzkill and only an annoying hanger-on, but that's how I feel a lot of the time. <laughs> so, it's kind of nice to know, like, why you relate to stuff that's later great. on. Yeah. Or the aspirational what you want to be and what you end up being. Yeah, But you can also be both. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's an element of, like, um, trying to be the person who... Uh, others already see you as uh, as well, for better or worse. Oh, um, for sure. Uh, do you feel like Aubrey, uh, when you watch something like Steven Universe, it kind of makes you retrospective about things that maybe uh, lack that depth? <laughs> uh, I, 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 I guess part of me thinks that maybe we were just building up to Steven universe and it's just like been getting closer and closer to having this much honesty in a cartoon. That's and really interesting. Like, there's cause I was like, I was trying to prepare something to say about Bert and Ernie. Cause like really they, they, they constantly in conflict, but the f- fact that like they, if they weren't together, neither of them would have quite as much fun. Oh. And in because it's the Sesame Street, everything's about having fun and learning. So uh, the fact that they were both there made their lives better. The fact that they had each other, even though they were constantly infuriating each other. So just like us. Yeah. So it was just like another demonstration of how conflict is important 
in general. Yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. But it, but certainly the Crystal Gems have a whole new uh, framing of it and you get to see it in a different way, which I love That's with great. all my heart. That's really great. Yeah, I was going to ask you, if you feel like it's a show that we've been working towards, what do you think were like the gateway drugs into a, a world where Steven Universe exists? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it kind of, I mean, certainly Adventure Time was right before. That's and a, then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and then I th- even, even the Powerpuff Girls is probably in there and should ask Rebecca Sugar maybe. <laughs> yeah. Where did this call, come from? Can we call her right? Now? Or no, get, no. Get Rebecca on the no, line. We, can't. we don't have her contact info at all. All right. Cool. 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 Yeah. <laughs> call in Rebecca. <laughs> yeah, I think about that a lot uh, in terms of like the trajectory that television has taken because sometimes you look back at things that we thought were like really really good television like eight years ago, you know, 10 years ago, and it doesn't hold up at all uh, just because we've totally changed the way that we make and consume television. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, it's funny to, I like trying to pinpoint like what some of the things were like, like Dexter was like a show that everyone raved about at the time. Uh, but I think if you went back, it would, uh, it wouldn't hold up as much. <laughs> but we all have to be thankful for the whole journey no regrets there you go absolutely <laughs> because where would we be if we hadn't gone through all those other things yolo just keep living copy <laughs> <laughs> uh, i guess if i had to say one thing about the double <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're super deep yellow <laughs> thank you for chiming in again Aubrey uh, <laughs> I can't stop I can't stop <laughs> um, let's see is there anything that you feel like you want to see more of in in the world of duos that you don't think has been accomplished in uh, these mediums? Oh, gosh. I just want more of everything. I think especially, like, women in non-binary folks representation would be really nice. And because the more examples you have is, like, the more different things you can aspire to, which yes. is just rad. Like, there's a lot of the same kind of female character in the world and uh that doesn't leave us a lot of options um so it's it's cool to see more and more different things and people who have problems and then also solve them yeah it doesn't they don't just over get overwhelmed and fall down and yeah yeah. it's like it's nice to see people not just throw a fit and get nothing done yeah women getting shit done Love it. Yeah. And like cats, maybe cute cats. If there's more oh, of that. Yeah, yeah. Anybody yeah. could work on just like all cats stuff. Just... Land Before Time reboot where all characters are women. So it's kind of like Land Before Time meets Jurassic Park. <laughs> just, just some idea. I, I mean, 
I actually thought that I'm going to go pitch it in Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, none of this is fair use. None of this is fair use. <laughs> Private meeting we're having. <laughs> I am going to release it on the internet, but there are some stipulations. <laughs> Uh, cool. That's awesome. Uh, I, I will definitely want those things too. <laughs> I, uh, I just watched the movie Edge of 17, uh, this past yeah. week. Oh yeah. Good. It's so good. It's just, Yay. it's definitely super satisfying to, uh, see a story like that told through the eyes of this like totally fallible young woman, you know? Um, so I definitely recommend that to anyone looking for, uh, there's siblings in that too. Yeah. And, and the parent that doesn't know what they're doing. Exactly. <laughs> yes. I totally thought of that. Uh, uh, when I was, uh, and, and she has this like grand revelation of like, Oh, everyone has problems. I am not, uh, my problems are not, uh, unique. That's nice. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's got a lot of like really awesome messages to it, uh, and it was just so refreshing to, like you said, see like one more entry into a, a world of like young female characters. Yes. Um, is there anything else you feel like you would be remiss to not mention where uh, duos are concerned, where you guys are concerned? Um, any uh, animated or kid stuff that you would have wanted to discuss that we haven't touched on? I mean, I can't think of anything right now. I mean, I think I, I was just going to say, if there, it, listening to is like anything we really want to make sure people know is like, go to therapy. Yeah. Um, but that helps. That's just, that's not the topic we chose to discuss. Right. But probably should have been now that I think about <laughs> it. But we pretty much got there. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, I knew if we landed on something that you guys were kind of like into chatting about, that all these other things <laughs> would would fall into place. And I definitely think that's held true. Go to therapy. Uh, the double clicks. <laughs> the double clicks. Go to therapy. That should be your your uh, yeah. album after love problems. Yeah, it'll be like our Bernstein Bears book. <laughs> <laughs> And yes. and it'll be another title where you can list it as the double clicks go to therapy. Yeah. Good, good. I like that a lot. I'm into it. You know, I'll, yeah. cut, I'll cut that out. You can use it. No, this yeah, for you. yeah, I'll go pitch that in Hollywood too. <laughs> uh, what, what about you, Aubrey? Do you feel like there's anything, uh, um, sp- you know, that sp- we're missing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Everybody, it's. I really love Steven Universe, you guys, uh, and and it's great. I, I feel like it's got something for everyone. Please go watch. <laughs> I have been meaning to. Go. I want to be able to talk to it to everyone about it. So, I, and I can, I know it's one of those things you can't force someone to watch. Sure. But every episode is only eleven minutes long. Just say it. Just say it. Just say it. Say it. It's like such not a, good a very. That's sort of longer than a YouTube video, but not this long. It's cool. Anyway. Such a good great. sell. Uh, they've been talking to, I, uh, I've been listening to a lot of the podcast, The Read, and uh, they get into discussions about Steven Universe a lot. So I keep being, keep being like, I got to watch more of this show. <laughs> 
Uh, Got to get some feel goods in. Mm-hmm. Um, all the feel the all the ways, you know, <laughs> just all the feelings. They're all in there. Yeah. How do you feel like um, your love of duos um, in uh, in mostly kids related uh, uh, pop culture has influenced you guys creatively and uh, kind of overarchingly as people? Oh gosh, I think mostly I've just never grown out of liking kids shows or kid type media just because I like it when people are really obvious about their feelings and also I don't feel like I've changed that much since I was like four um in the way that I think so um having those things just to hold on to is important to me yeah and that they everyone there's a sense of that they made it intentionally a lot of people worked really hard to make something that they knew was going to be important for other people. Yeah. Impressionable minds. Yeah. They're, they're creating, they're crafting content for impressionable minds. Exactly. They're not just trying to express themselves. They're trying to make a point or create a model. That's yeah, that's really poignant. Cause I feel like there's a ton of, uh, art that's created for, you know, self-reflection and uh self uh you know loathing in some cases but also (laughs) (laughs) self uh celebration you know egocentrically but that's a really good point the things that are are made for kids are supposed to be just that yeah so there's definitely a, a unique element to uh the storytelling uh that's great i really like that and I like the idea that you, uh, Angela, appreciate there being, you know, that the, the message is obvious. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Why not, indeed. You don't just say how you feel, everybody. <laughs> Tell people what you want them to get out of it. Yeah. Even ask, for, ask for what you want. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Yeah. I did a... I did a a podcast with a woman in Chicago who was really interested in talking about producing shows here um, and specifically with a focus on like being a female doing that. And one of the biggest things she says, she was like, if you're listening to this and you're a performer, please, one of the biggest takeaways I want to be is to ask people to be on shows. <laughs> I thought that was so like cool and important. And like y- you guys are saying, like seemingly so obvious, but yeah. especially when it comes to women, uh, there's this like intrinsic, Oh no, I couldn't possibly. Um, yeah. but sometimes Somehow that's inappropriate. What? Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whereas there's uh there's so many, um, you know, male counterparts who would never think twice. It's like, why wouldn't I ask for a thing that I want? And, you know, that doesn't necessarily always get drawn across gender lines, but that's how our brains work, right? Quantifying things. Um, Well, thank you guys so much for doing this. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. This was nice. I enjoyed it as well. And... uh, I hope we did a good job. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, is it that like what uh, every good artist leaves an experience saying to either <laughs> themselves or others? Well, I hope we did a good job. 
Uh, well, I, I think you guys did a wonderful job. And oh, thank God. I'm really excited to uh, be reunited on a giant cruise ship full of yes. a bunch of nerds in uh, a few weeks. Nigh on yeah. a few yeah. weeks from now. And That'd I'm sure fun. we'll have uh, Kickstarter success to celebrate. That would be awesome. <laughs> thank you guys again. I love you both and I mean it. Thank, thank you. you so much. This has been a Nerdalogs production. If you'd like to help make more things like this, please visit patreon.com slash nerdalogs to donate today. And go to www.nerdalogs.com for more cool stuff. Thanks for being awesome. Thank you all. Thank you all. I am Grabbot23548X.